Dan, what is it? Check out these books I just got. Er, ma, gerd. It's Gersburps, my favorite books. my gird faith it's tv tuesday isn't er, it my gird er, it is. my gird welcome miscreants misfits spook specters astral beings from dimension x alien envoys from galaxies near and far and boogers from around the world er my gird faith it's tv tuesday isn't it er my gird it is and what are we talking about today gersburps gersburps my favorite <laughs> books <laughs> If you haven't seen the internet meme, and I'm sure you all have, um, because it's pretty, pretty sure famous. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the little girl dressed up holding the Goosebumps <laughs> books. <laughs> we have a case of the giggles here in the studio at WKMF here in Cozy Corner. We are going to be talking about Gershbarmsh, the girl who cried monster. This is one of the very first episodes of the television series that is based on the best-selling set of books. You want to get into it, Faith? Let's go for it. You know, uh, before we get into it, we do have a very special guest that's going to be joining us towards the end of the show. He is going to call in. He's a big fan of the Goosebumps books. You excited about that? I am. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hold off who All it right. is, but he's a big fan of the Goosebumps books. So here we go. Goosebumps is based on the best-selling set of children's books by R.L. Stein. We are talking about The Girl Who Cried Monster that originally aired on November 10th, 1995. It is based on the book of the same name, which is the eighth book of the Goosebumps series. In this episode, young Lucy Dark likes to scare her brother with tales of monsters. Ooh. Until she discovers that her town's librarian, Mr. Mortman, is a monster. Er, my, gird. <laughs> The episode stars Eugene Lipinski as Mr. Mortman, the monstrous librarian, and Deborah Scorsone as Lucy Dark, the monster-crying girl. The girl who cried monster. Ooh. Faith, did you read the Goosebumps books when you were growing up? And if so, what did you think of them? I did, and I loved them. I remember... I was in elementary. I went to the library, and it was the first section I would go to. <laughs> the whole section was Goosebumps? They had a whole entire section of Goosebumps. These books were a little past my time. I was aware of them. That's how popular they were. Huh. I was aware of them in, in high school. This that, So I was, I think the, the books started in, what year did we say here? 92. So I had just started eighth grade, so I was right past that that prime time right. frame for them but i was aware of them um so i think they're wonderful i have read mm -hmm. one or two of them and i think they're a great gateway to some fun macabre yeah. weird stuff you know this, cool. this helps get you on the road toward edgar Allan poe and those <laughs> kind of things right yeah so the books were and still are quite popular. R.L. Stein has been called the Stephen King of children's literature. The Goosebumps series has sold over 400 million books since its debut in July 92, or my gird. It is the second best-selling book series of all time behind J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series. There are 62 installments in the series plus various spinoffs. And this goes to something we've talked about on the show before. Kids love to be scared. Don't sure. they? And why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe they find some type of excitement or fun in it. 
I, I, you know, I read an article, I was doing research for this because I got real curious to that. And we've asked this question a few times on the show, haven't we? Mm-hmm. You know, children just seem to gravitate toward monsters, especially. And there was an article I read in a psychology journal. And they said the thing with it is kids like it because it tests their limits. They're able to dip their toe into what scares them or excites mm-hmm. them. And they can do it in a safe environment, you know, with the fictional world of these monsters. And I'll buy that for a dollar fifty. I think. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I think that's good. And maybe, you know, I got thinking, like, maybe I did that, too, you know, when I was when I was growing up. Maybe. And sub question, what scared you the most when you were, like, a kid, like, <laughs> little kid, like, three, four years old? Was there anything in particular that, <laughs> that got you? I was a strange child. I was afraid that my family was going to die when I wasn't around. You truly are Lydia Dietz. You I know mean, that? I swear. That's... You truly are Lydia Dietz yes. from, from Beetlejuice. Is your whole life a dark room? Yes, tape? it is. Are you yourself strange and unusual? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can tell you what scared me the most at four years old was The Empire Strikes Back. All right. And Looking back on it now, yeah, I can see that. It's a pretty dark movie, right? Yeah. I was constantly on edge during the Empire (laughs) Strikes Back. I still am. So so R.L. Stein was born Robert Lawrence Stein on October 8th, 1943 in Columbus, Ohio. He describes the Goosebumps books as scary books that are also funny. The stories are usually written in the first person, contain a twist ending, and elements of the strange and supernatural. Stein attributes the success of the books to an absence of drugs, depravity, and violence. So basically, he's saying that they're not fun. Right. They're they're no fun. (laughs) I kid. Uh, He does not incorporate moral lessons in the books and says the stories are, and I quote, strictly reading motivation. And Faith, we don't read, do we? No. No, we don't. Never, I've never picked up a book ever. Well, not not us. I mean, just as a country, you know, no. like or I don't. We don't read. Nobody yeah, in the world nobody reads. reads. But I'm saying, it just doesn't seem to be as popular as it. I was gonna say, yeah, no. Yeah. You know, I mean, you I don't guess, you don't see a lot of people just like, hey, did you did you read this book? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And the thing is, you don't really see books too much anymore because I everything's know. digital now. And, and I'll I'll say this: when I read books, I actually like to have the the hard copy. Me too. In, I like the smell of books. Oh, there's no other smell in the world. Nope. There's two smells that I love. I love the smell of like the library or mm-hmm. like a bookstore with books, and then kind of off of that, a comic book store has a very distinctive smell. And I grew up in comic book stores going there and I still go every now and then, but there's a distinctive, uh, I don't know if it's the newsprint or, or what it is, but there's a smell that is unlike any, and it brings me back. It's a total nostalgia rush and it's just okay. And I have to keep myself from spending, you know, 500 bucks <laughs> when I'm, when I'm in a store like that. So the television series goosebumps was a Canadian production in a joint venture between Protocol Entertainment and Scholastic Entertainment and aired from 1995 to 98. Faith, what did you think of this episode, The Girl Who Cried Monster? I loved it. I think I actually after it went off, I was like, wow. <laughs> I think I said that to myself. Right. And it's a good episode. It is a great episode. So this was my pick mm-hmm. uh, as far as... We kind of both decided on Goosebumps, right. but I think this was my pick. And a few weeks or a few months ago, actually, mm-hmm. I had started. It's on Netflix, and just one night I had about 30 minutes before I needed to go to bed. And just like, okay, well, Goosebumps, I'd never seen it. I didn't watch it growing up and all that, as I said. And I watched this episode, and I remember texting <laughs> you, and I went, 
I don't know what I just watched. Like <laughs> this, it's kind of out there. Like, and we're gonna get to the to the yeah. out there part of it. As we said, there's these twist endings in it. So, the episode begins with Lucy telling her brother of the razor tooth toe biter. Faith, have you ever heard <laughs> of the razor tooth toe biter? Nope. Have you ever had any run-ins with the razor tooth toe biter? Nope. I think I did once. It was in Omaha. It was something. <laughs> so this is a usual thing for her. She likes to torment her brother with scary stories, something a big sibling is apt to do. Did you ever do that to your sister? I still do. <laughs> I still do it to my sister and my older cousin, who I've mentioned on the show, mm-hmm. like my... She's like my older sister. She did it to me, and I'm sure she would still do it if she could. <laughs> if she could. So uh, let's see. So from here, it is off to the library where we meet Mr. Mortman, the librarian, the booger of our story. She's a member of the Reading Rangers, so she has a lot of interaction with him. And she's uh, so she reads. She lives in a world where where people read. Uh, what did you think of Mr. Mortman here? Because I, I I like this guy. I liked you know I liked him a lot. I thought he was your just your everyday run of the mill librarian at first. With a little creep-tasticness to him, because mm-hmm. an actor reminded me of something you would see in like a late 80s, early 90s action movie. Like, I could have seen him being <laughs> one of the henchmen in like a Lethal Weapon movie. You know, he's <laughs> not the guy that is going to pose like a big threat to Mel Gibson. Right. But he's going to, he's you know, he's like he's like the, uh, uh, the cerebral threat to, to <laughs> Mel Gibson, you know. Like, I could see this guy playing, like, a South African or something, you know, like, like real easy. I think it was that voice. You know, he's an English actor, so it may have something to do Maybe. with the, uh, Mr. Lipinski, who I think is really wonderful here. But he, he has a nice, creepy vibe mm-hmm. to, to him before we see the transformation that happens. So she forgets her bag. She runs back to the library, and she sees Mr. Mortman transform into a monster. And he is feeding his spider at first, but then he begins to eat the crickets, doesn't he? Yep. It's kind of terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> Just a little bit. What did you think of the Mortman monster design? Would you say it's kind of a fly based on a, a kind, kind of? I loved the eyes. He's got those eyes. insectoid type, yeah. type eyes, I think, which is what I, I'm getting. I wish he would have had more to him. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, budget. You know, they were in Canada. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the exchange on Canada. The exchange rate was 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 probably off. Yeah, <laughs> they blamed it on Canada and South Park. You know, so so I figured I can too. But sure, no, no it's, it was a great design though, wasn't it? It was, but I wanted more of the design. <laughs> I did. I love the eyeballs. Yeah, they were great. So Lucy endeavors to get a picture of the Mortman monster so that her parents will believe her. But of course, no one believes her faith because why? Because she cries monster. Oh my god. Oh my god, she oh always cries monster. So, through a series of events, Mr. Mortman gets invited to Lucy's house for dinner. And before that, so that series of events we're talking about, it's kind of tense, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. there, there's some like Hitchcock type type vibe going on with like the uh, yeah. Uh, it's not stalking, but you know, running into each other and the and the tension is kind of really ratcheted yes. up in this episode. Like there's actual honest to god tension there, in this. There really is. <laughs> like you're wondering, like how's Lucy going to get out of this? Like. <laughs> Like right, for real, and uh, and it's just creepy. They just keep amping up the creepy. He brings the backpack back. He's standing outside of the door. I know, you know, at her house. Like, yeah, he comes to the house something. uninvited. You know, and she's like, just leave it on the doorstep. And he's like, perhaps it would be easier if I brought it inside, Lucy. And he talks in that kind of weird, <laughs> dreamy, clipped accent. You know, 
but Black Beauty is a classic, Lucy. Perhaps <laughs> you'd like Frankenstein. There's monsters in Frankenstein. I'm sorry, I digress. <laughs> so you can tell we're very prepared for this show, oh my god. So he gets invited to the house for dinner, and then we have the twist, as we said. R.L. Stein says these books have a twist in faith. This has a twist, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Oh, it has a twist, doesn't it? <laughs> so would you like to tell our listeners around the world what the twist is in The Girl Who Cried Monster of Faith? Please, please the, enlighten okay. us. Okay, the twist is that Mr. What is his name? Mortman. Mortman, yes. Is for dinner. The parents are monsters. The whole family are monsters. Right, right. And he is for dinner. He is for dinner, yes. He did is for not, dinner. I mean, you told me about it, but oh my God. I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, what? I'm, I'm trying to remember what I texted you months ago because I was like, and the, <laughs> I think it was like you know, like a ten year old kid being excited about something. You know how they get real breathless and they're they're telling you, you know, and yes. then this happened and then this happened. Yeah. And, this happened. <laughs> and I think my text was probably something like that because I didn't call you because why would I call you to tell you this? No, I'm going to text you <laughs> and uh, right. I'm going to text you like normal people do. <laughs> and so I think my text was like, and then he gets invited to the house for dinner, and it turns out that they're monsters, and then they change into these snake people, and they <laughs> eat him, and they show it on this kid's show. But uh, they turn into, like, these snake creatures, like, and you see them transform, and I don't like snakes to begin with, so it's creepy. But then, like, the lighting goes kind of red, uh-huh. and you're getting these close-ups, and they invert. They're doing these, like, Dutch angles on, with the camera, and... And the kids are just sitting there watching. And the kids are sitting there watching it, and they go over enough to the kids with their reaction mm-hmm. and what's going on, enough for this to be very disturbing. And when I was re-watching this for the show, the thing that popped in my head was David Lynch. I was like, this is a David Lynch scene in a in a kid's show. The way that that light, you know, was, was happening, like when they go to the uh, roadhouse in Twin Peaks, you know, <laughs> it was, I was like, what? is this um did you get the david lynch vibe from this a little bit i, I did i absolutely did <laughs> were you unnerved by this scene yes. I, I was very distraught like, I mean, over told this me about it but i'm like still like what is happening <laughs> and then they go one step further and like the mother like belches like she's full and i think the dad wipes his mouth he you does know with a napkin and, dabs his mouth. and then they're like you know kids we can't have more monsters we're the only monsters allowed around here and then her little friend comes through the window and you get the idea that they're going to eat him too for dessert <laughs> but no it's cherry pie which then again goes back to the david, david lynch. lynch thing and i'm going man this is like a it turns into this weird fever dream there in the last like three minutes of this show and they're all proud of their little kids they're gonna be getting their training fangs and the whatnots and it's just (laughs) very very creepy what so did you love it huh oh yeah i i really liked it um i liked it so much i kind of fell down the rabbit hole and started watching more the Goosebumps of the show rabbit yeah. hole. i did the same thing a few months ago i think i got about six episodes yeah, it was about in. five or six before i fell asleep yeah this this is really well done and uh do you think that this is kind of dark for a kid's series i think so i think it i think it is and i applaud them for going there yeah. with it um we were talking about kids liking to be scared. Do you think it's good for them to see things like this? Because with as out there as this is, I think it's all tastefully and artfully done. Yes. It's not um, exploitive. It is shocking. It's supposed to be shocking, mm-hmm. that twist ending. Everybody loves a good twist ending. Well, I'll see something. A lot of people like to shield their children yes. from things, but I think exposing right some things you right. know at some point you know and i th- like you said i think it does it tastefully i guess right 
and and it's a great creepy crawly yeah. thing. It, it's a really fun it, episode. I was just about and, to say that. And fun series. You know, I've watched, as I said, about six or seven maybe, I think, total. And I think they're all just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are available right now in the U.S. on Netflix uh, for streaming. And I totally, I think the entire series is up. If I'm, I think so. And I want to say that the two movies are also up that, that they've done. That is actually right. I've seen the first one. I remember now. I turned off the series to watch the second movie. Okay. And it's actually really good so far. Okay. I, I want to watch the movies now. And again, that's just because I didn't have much interest in the movie because right. I was not, I don't have right. nostalgia or these warm feelings toward the books. But, so we're in agreement. We we both really love this episode. Love I highly recommend it to everybody. <laughs> Seriously, watch it. And even if, you know, you, you just got spoiled by us telling you about this show, it, you need to see it to really yeah, believe like it. Yeah, like I said, you told me about it, and I was still like, what is happening? You're like, what in the world? I don't think it really spoiled that much. You know? Right, right. <laughs> so, well, we both really love this, and we have someone on the phone that is calling in. We haven't had a phone call here in cozy corner for a good while but he is a self-professed goosebumps fan he is apparently the number one fan of goosebumps he is on the phone right now and faith we're going to take that call you ready let's do it you are on the late night fright with dan and faith here on wkmf cozy corner public radio what is on your mind tonight this is former president george w bush just calling in to say irma gerd i love goosebumps Mr. President, this is indeed an honor. And Faith, I think this is like the highest, you know, profile guest we've had on so. the late night fright before. Thank you so much for calling in, sir. We certainly appreciate it. Mr. President, um, when did you get into these books? Well, as you may or may not know, my wife Laura is a librarian, and she was on my ass for years to read these books. I'd say I read the majority of these when I was president of these here United States, and I read them all. All 64 of these goosebumps. I also watched the TV show, and I have seen the movies. I enjoy it all. So they really caught your imagination, Mr. President, huh? That's right, Faith, and I'm glad you asked me that question, because I've been wanting to talk about this for years. I myself have imagined up quite a few goosebumps stories that I think will be excellent, awesome novels. Would you like to hear what they are? I think I speak for all of us listening and working on the show, Mr. President, that we want nothing more than to hear what your ideas are for Goosebumps novels. I hope you're not wearing anything too nice, because I'm about to blow your mind. Here we go. These are books that I think will be really scary. Cheney's got a shotgun. That's the first one. That idea is terrifying to me. Orange Man in the Oval Office. Also terrifying to me. And my personal favorite, Laura's Hangry. I don't know if you've ever been around Laura when she's hangry, but that is also terrifying and very scary. Mr. President, I can say with 100% certainty I've never been around your lovely wife when she is hangry, but what do you do, sir, when she is hangry? I'm glad you asked, Dan, because this might help some of your listeners out there dealing with a hangry female woman. When Laura turns into the hangry female bush... I do what I do when I'm hungry. I make her a hot pocket. Faith, when you're hungry, if someone gives you a hot pocket, are you are you good to oh, go? Oh yeah, a hot pocket definitely does the trick. Hot pockets always do the trick every time, even those ones that got the broccoli and the ham in them. I just want to say one more thing to you kids. God bless the late night fried. God bless America, and God bless Goosebumps. Stay spooky, you two. Bush out. Well, Faith, I feel like we've finally made it. We had a former president call into the show. Yeah. 
We got some good tips on how to deal with hangry people. Mm-hmm. We got some pretty spooky ideas for Goosebumps novels. They're pretty good ideas. Just pretty good yeah. ideas in general, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to echo the former president as we close up the show. God bless the late night fright. <laughs> God bless America. And God bless Goosebumps. There right, you go. Faith? There you go. <laughs> I don't want a hot pocket. I think we're going to get hot. You want to go get some hot pockets? Hot pockets rule. Let's get some hot pockets. I am Dan. <laughs> and I am Faith. And we want you to keep, keep your, your monster, monster on a leash. leash, especially if it's Cheney with a shotgun. <laughs> See you on the other side. Dan and I am Faith and we want to let you know that we are on the world wide web that's the interwebs isn't it Faith that's what I like to call it the interweb www.latenightfright.com and we are also on the gram we are you can check us out at the late night fright podcast or you can also follow my personal page I'm a normal alien you're not exactly normal but that's okay (laughs) uh check out the website you can subscribe to our mailing list and if you like the show please give us a review and subscribe and all that good stuff you know us we're available wherever podcasts can be found you got that right we'll see you on the other side